Warning, Money's Crazy Mind contains language that may not be suitable for all listeners. Discretion is advised, but will be completely ignored. (laughs) We are going to do a new segment called Shoot Back, where I get feedback from you guys on what you think about the show. So let's see what everybody's talking about Money's Crazy Mind this week. Am I reading that right? I don't remember doing that. How'd you guys like the show? What the hell's going on here? I didn't do that. Oh, you guys are just gonna make blind accusations about me now? I get it. Just because I'm doing Scientology, right? Okay. I'm sick of it. Doing right, doing wrong. Parents pissed off every time I write a song. Smoke crack, what's upsetting? What the fuck is that? It's something funny. Made for you to laugh at. You're destroying America with your rap. You're so full of shit, I need to call hazmat. The only way I would ever apologize is if I had my face buried in your sister's eyes. Okay, I'm sorry for what it's worth, but the best part of you was the afterbirth. If you can't take a fucking joke, then go jump in the river. Nah, 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 and I fucked your sister. You can't take a fucking joke, then go jump in the river. Nah, 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 and I fucked your sister. All right, all right. What's going on, everybody? We are live at the Piston Powered Auto Rama here at the IX Center. I've got Bill Rabbits here, and Bill. Hello, thank you. You're wearing something a little special there. Yeah, I'm actually in a dress for tonight. Uh, it's actually quite liberating, actually. Really? <laughs> <laughs> the uh, the old uh, twig and berries can breathe a little better in that. No, you know, I did say I should have not worn the shorts under here because I think I'd have a hell of a breeze, but those people over there I don't think would like the view right now. Uh, probably not, probably <laughs> not, man. Uh, so you are uh, the owner of Pit Road Diecast? No, actually my wife, Sean, is the owner. Okay. Um, but she uh, she doesn't, I mean, she'll, she'll publicize it as that way, but uh, it was actually my company before she took over... Uh, about 2016 she actually took it over so she's still okay. in the process of learning a lot of different things so i'm still kind of teaching her along the lines but yeah yeah but she's uh she's actually the owner i'm just kind of her well i guess i'm her bitch tonight in this dress so. <laughs> you know uh you know we are so happy to have pit road diecast as one of the official sponsors of redline radio llc and you know you uh you sponsor um uh exclusively um not just redline radio but you're also the sponsor of the steel city renegades uh, the the show that we do about the Pittsburgh Steelers. How did that relationship come about? Um, I think deep down inside, Dave knew I was a Steelers fan because we <laughs> talked about it, and I know we both kind of get harassed about it. But yep. uh, I, I think that's how it became moved around. Plus, uh, th- there was some things that went on at the studio, so or at the station, I mean, mm-hmm. and um, 
I, I think personally it's a good fit, basically, because like I said, I am deep down a Steelers fan. So absolutely. Now, now I'm going to get all kinds of shit over that because I don't think my family knows that. But oh, well, I wish I had my but my buttons with my sounds. I could have gone dun dun dun. But <laughs> yeah, that's all right though. I get a lot of heat, so yeah. of course, why am I in a dress? Right. So. Uh, hi, Lisa. Um, <laughs> thank you for checking out the show this week. Uh, Lisa Summers is one of our uh, sponsors as well with Growing Wings Adult Services. She sponsors our brand new high tech green screen studio nice. in uh, Berea, Ohio. Uh, Matt Feathers said, "Looking good, Bill." Always, man. See, I even got the. I lost a bet with my diecast family. It's already brought a lot of attention, so I'm I'm hoping. Yeah. So why uh, why uh, diecast cars? And you said that uh, when I was talking to you earlier today, you said that you specialize mainly in NASCAR diecast. So why why diecast? Well, it actually came about um, that when I actually met Sean about two years after we met, I uh, decided I had too much crap. <laughs> and uh, we decided to just go to a flea market on a Sunday in Painesville, and uh, we set up there. And uh, I believe the first day we actually sold out of everything that we took. Nice. And it was like, all right, so we brought some more stuff from home the following week, and it just kind of rolled from there where we started in a little 8x8 spot at the Painesville Flea Market. Mm -hmm. And by the time we left there, I think that was like four or five years later, um, we were at two 12 by 12s, two 10 by 10s, and two 8 by 8s. So, I mean, we nice. had our own store. We were basically right inside the front door. Yeah. People would walk in, and that's, you know, basically buy from us and turn around and walk out. But um, I've always been involved with racing and NASCAR since I was a little kid. So, it's something I know about. Um, it's something that Sean has grown to learn. And she was into racing before we actually met, too. So, um, you know, it's just kind of down, you know, kind of snowballed from there. And then we uh, we got more involved with racing ourselves. So we took away from the, the flea market and started doing toy shows. And then we started doing this show. And uh, about um, maybe 2015, 2016, we finally moved into a, uh, a garage that had a couple offices in it. So we finally decided that that was going to be our first store after over 15 years of doing stuff. So nice yeah you know um for me die casting you know i mean obviously you can do more with die casting than just race cars you know so like i mean we were talking earlier today i'm just like if you ever get your hands on an ecto-1 like you know i'd love to have my have that you know but i mean there's die cast batmobiles you know pretty much any car that's ever been in a movie tv show right. or anything like that i mean they make die cast models you know for those as well so why why have the niche in just doing NASCAR instead of trying to do like, you know, get into some of the other collector field that fields that are out there. Um, I would say one of the main reasons is because we are a racing family, okay. so it just kind of kind of sticks with that point. Yeah, and um, like I said, I've always been involved in racing since I was a little kid. I started racing when I was 13 years old, so it was like it's what's always been in my blood. Um, not to say that I haven't thought about some of that other stuff uh, for Sean to get into, but um, mainly it's uh, it's just what we know and what we love. And, right. and the funny part is, is we walk into some shows and, and people laugh at us because we have NASCAR stuff. And then we're mm -hmm. laughing when we're counting the green and they're sitting there twiddling their thumbs. So you know, we, were, we were talking about it before we went live here. I mean, you know, like, because, like, I mean, I'm a NASCAR fan too, you know, and I think I got that. A, because my uncle used to race at the old Cloverleaf um, back, oh, yeah. when, okay. back when they had the Cloverleaf. Mm -hmm. And my dad was his crew chief. 
So one of the things that my me and my dad would always do on Sundays, uh, Adam Wissinger says, Bill has killer legs. <laughs> uh, star of the show, thanks for checking in today. Uh, James Egan, what's up, buddy? Uh, Justin George, host of Talking About Balls, one of our, uh, believe it or not, it's a sports show, not a sex show, <laughs> uh, says what's up as well. Dave says what's up. Well, so. if, if there was a guy that had a sex show talking about balls, I would worry a little bit, I think. Well, we do have a brand new show that's going to be uh, debuting live here tomorrow from the Piston Power Show uh -oh. called Sugar and Spice, and that is a dating show, and it's a... Um, it's a LGBTQ oh, and all, okay. part, 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 part of it. So it's a, it's a single straight woman and a gay man. And they're kind of talking about their woes of trying to find, uh, find relationships in this crazy, crazy world that it is now. Not, not that I want to backpedal or anything, but right. I, I do want to say that I have nothing wrong with an alternative lifestyle. I mean, that's, My sister's a lesbian, so yeah, you know, I'm I right mean, there with you. you know? I, I have... I have gay friends i have mm -hmm. my friends and everything else there's nothing wrong with that so please don't take what i said before offensive it oh no 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 of, uh... no no um it, but it, i mean it, alternative lifestyles i mean right. that, that, that's, that's right. what it's called it, it's it's a more politically correct way of, of talking about it and you know i mean i'm not i'm not you know the show's called money's crazy mind i'd hey, say some crazy shit on here I've, so. I've always said this <laughs> and i know if you if you listen and, and read the bible and all that stuff it's wrong mm -hmm. but I, I believe in my heart that you cannot help who you fall in love with exactly so, exactly um, if it's somebody in the same sex that you have uh um lots in common with and you happen to fall yeah. in love then you fall in love I absolutely just the way it is yeah no no i 100 agree with you on that but you know um back to what we were saying so you know you yeah, were let's get off balls <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're showing your staff. I'm in a man in a dress showing mine to everybody here. So, so uh, let's talk about that. I think you might have unplugged the camera. Uh-oh. Uh so let's see if we can switch to the other one here just real quick, and then I will fix that later. This is why I should have some help here with me. But Oh, yeah, it does look like I froze on my screen. Yeah, but I just switched the view, so we should be good on that now. Um, so... Um, we were talking before we went live here about how, you know, uh, before I joined the Steel City Renegades and before I joined our, our NASCAR show, Crank It Up, I never looked into, like, statistics, uh, you know, for players or anything like that, you mm -hmm. know, especially with drivers, you know, because we were talking, like, you like the cars you like because of the paint schemes, not necessarily the person driving them or how many races they win. Right. And right. We, were, we were talking about the legacy of the number three car and how Austin Dillon, you know, was kind of gifted that car by, by Richard Childress Racing and the Earnhardt family, um, even though, you know, Earnhardt didn't own the car. Uh, Dave says we both, both sound good. That's awesome. Um, smoking hot in that dress bill from uh, Paul, <laughs> Paul Moyer. And then Dave said he just got a job offer in Vegas. There you go. You're not allowed to leave, Dave. <laughs> uh, but anyway. Not yet, at least. We not still, yet. We still want you around. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, you know, so, um, you know, you were talking about how it's paint schemes that sell the cars and everything like that, too, that, you know, you people make fun of you for being niche in selling NASCAR, but then you count the green afterwards. So. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's a little bit. We have people that come in and look for just M&M stuff. They don't mm -hmm. care who the driver is. They like M&M stuff. And there's there's people that collect, like, a certain brand, and they look for those cars. There's people that collect a certain drivers. I mean, me personally, if you looked at my collection, you'd think I'm goofy because I have everybody. I mean, I have old cars. I have old drivers. I have new stuff. So, um, 
a lot of times it is just what somebody likes or they like a, a cool paint scheme. But, I mean, I think still everybody still has their favorite driver, just like, oh, yeah. you know, in the old days. But um, I just, me personally, it's it's what I like to look at. So, And then a lot of my collection has been gifts from the, from our diecast family and stuff like that. So um, those are just special to me. And that's what it is, too. A lot of people just buy stuff that is special to them and keeps it. Right. Yeah, no, absolutely. You know, I mean, I, I had diecast Batmobiles growing up. I um, I want to say I used to have, because I, I have the the Hot Wheel, the tiny little Hot Wheel Ecto-1 mm-hmm. um, and Ecto-1A. And then there was a cartoon version of it from the real Ghostbusters cartoon right. at one time, too. That one's a little bit harder to come by just because it's it, it's rare. Mm-hmm. Um, but I want to say I had a bigger die cast, one of those, when I was a younger kid, too. It had to be based off the cartoon because that was the only thing that was making toys back then was yeah. the cartoon. Yeah, there was a lot of stuff back then when the cartoon came out. Oh, yeah. And, you know, even the action figures. All. Yeah, the action figures were somewhat cartoonish. Um, well, they were based then. off the cartoon, yeah. um, so. you know, and I think that was kind of the one things was well, the, the, the weird thing for me, because, like, I remember reading in one of the original Ninja Turtle comic books that were not for children. <laughs> uh, like, if you read them now, you're like, damn, that's like rated R shit. I'm going to have to look at that. <laughs> oh, yeah. If you if you find the old black and white Mirage comics, like there's a there's literally a scene in there after Leonardo cuts off the shredder's hand. Where he goes, I can smell the blood on my blade, and it's intoxicating. Wow. Yeah, and I'm like, that's kind of deep. Ooh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that's a little deep. Yeah, yeah, but um, you know, but there was a, a note in there because people were like, we need action figures of these characters because you know they were so original back in 1984 when those books originally came out, and they're like, we can't market it because it need you can't base cho- toys on something that's right. not children's related. So that's where the Fred Wolf cartoon came from with the old Cowabunga and the pizza. Right. It was mainly just based on Peter Laird and Kevin Eastman being greedy and wanting to sell toys. <laughs> but it became a cultural phenomenon. usually what phenomenon. it is. Yeah, you know, it, it became a cultural phenomenon. You know, I mean, it's, it's still 20, 20, 38 years later, it's still one of the most popular yeah. brands in the world. Yeah. So back in, like, the 80s and 90s, like, you could put those logos on cars and everything back in NASCAR. Do you ever think we'll see anything like that again? Like a niche car, like a Ghostbusters car, or a Ninja Turtles car, or maybe a Batman car? Or... I I don't see it happening. I mean, the, the NASCAR is changing so much now that I just don't see that happening unless they're they're promoting a movie or something like that. But yeah, I was actually kind of shocked know. that DC didn't jump on that bus with that new Batman movie that yeah. just came out that's making billions of dollars. Yeah. I, and you know nowadays too, if you look at it, it's a lot of the uh, lower teams that are actually doing it because they're dying Ghost. for the sponsors to get in there. The, the so. band Ghost, they yeah. they sponsored a car in the Xfinity series yeah. for one race. Yep. Uh, yeah, I think that was uh, Natalie. Or, yeah, the Natalie Decker. It might have been. I think that was her car. Yeah. So a lot of these bands are, are sponsoring the Xfinity cars just to get the name out there. Sam Mayer has one coming out, too. Kid Rock, um, yeah. um, Pitbull. Well, you know, Kid Rock has been around in the sport for a while. I mean, he yeah. was uh, he sponsored a Tony Stewart car back in 2005 or 2006, mm-hmm. I think it was. That was actually a junior-owned car, but Stewart drove it. So Smoke back has before, been around. Back before Stewart Haas Racing. <laughs> Hey, I think that chick's digging my balls. Oh, boy. <laughs> Sweet. 
No, I shouldn't say that. The wife might um, be listening. So. <laughs> uh, but uh, Joey B, one of our friends from uh, uh, Broad Street South audience, uh, he says, from the car show, awesome show, gentlemen. Greetings from Colorado. Thanks for checking out Money's Crazy Mind, Joey. Uh, what do you guys think of the F1 circuit and uh, uh, race in Vegas next year? Gimmicky or will it last? Uh, to be honest with you, I probably couldn't answer that because I don't follow F1, F1 or yeah. Indy that much. I mean, I, I don't like the open wheel stuff as much as I do the closed. Yeah. I mean, they I mean they do bump a little bit, but usually when they do bump, they end up going airborne, so I don't like seeing that kind of stuff, so I don't watch it that much. Right, right. So um, the die-cast field, it, it's... It's a niche audience, you know, but collectors are collectors, and collectors are very picky on what they get. I mean, I collect Batman. I only collect one artist of Batman, mm -hmm. or one toy maker of Batman, I should say. So that's Todd McFarlane, okay. a huge comic book artist. But right, he got into right. toys very early on. One of the first people that was just like, I want toys of my characters, and I want them to look like my characters. Right. So he started right. his own toy company, and he's huge i mean he's the creator of spawn and he did draw batman for a while some of the most brilliant batmans i've ever seen you know so when he did his dc line i'm like that's who i'm buying from right uh, obviously anything ghostbusters i will buy it doesn't matter who releases those because right now hasbro owns the license and they're they're doing an okay job <laughs> i guess but you know so do you uh so sean says it keeps booting him off the feed Sean, we are streaming to multiple platforms. If if uh, Facebook keeps booting you, try YouTube. Um, or yeah, or try selling something and stop watching TV. <laughs> oh, is he over at your table? <laughs> yeah, that's my wife, Sean. Uh, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> she wasn't there when you came over before. She was actually, oh, okay. uh, I don't know, probably, yeah. I think she was outside smoking or something. So, Bill, um, this is obviously not your first year here at the uh, Piston Powered Show. No. Um, how many years have you been doing this? Uh, me and Sean have actually been doing this show for probably about 15 years. We okay. were actually down at the convention center before it even oh, moved wow. out here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we've been around for a while. Uh, we might have taken a year off here and there, but, I mean, basically we've been here almost every year. So I know that uh, Steve Ligurski, the, the, sh the show manager for the show, is expecting around a million people just because of the two-year break thanks, oh, yeah. to, thanks to COVID. Do you think that they're going to hit that number this weekend? Well, we've been promoting it uh, oh, to so at least see in half, at least half a million. Okay. And that's, and that's, you know, I'm expecting more than that from talking with Steve. Um, excuse me. <clears throat> with talking with Steve that... Uh, the shows that they've had since the COVID break uh, have been phenomenal here, and that's what kind of I'm boosting it off of, and from years gone by and everything yeah. else. But um, I would say, you know, even on a decent year, we're probably half a million people. Yeah, so, yeah, for I mean, sure. I mean, and the doors just opened here an hour and a half ago, and this place is filling oh, up yeah. quick already. Yeah, I mean, there was there was people at our booth already before I even came up here. So I mean, yeah. it's. Uh, it's going to be amazing. I think today is going to be, um, usually Friday's a quiet day. Mm -hmm. um, As with any convention. Yeah, and then, you know, a lot of people don't think Sunday is that big either, but, well, I you mean, we though? get swamped Sundays. Too, I've seen so. Sundays, because, like, I go to uh, the Steel City Con every year in Pittsburgh. They put it on three times a year. Even the show in December, when nobody wants to be in Pittsburgh. <laughs> right. 
I don't want to be in Cleveland, let alone Pittsburgh. Right, right. <laughs> and that, that's a Steelers fan saying that I don't want to be anywhere near that city in December. It's fucking cold. Oh, yeah, yeah. And um, <laughs> that place is packed. Oh, yeah. Packed. Yep. I, I actually watched some of the uh, Facebook posts and everything else from there because, uh, you know, I wouldn't mind going to something like that. I've never been to one, but, mm-hmm. you know, I'm getting to be 51 years old. There's some things that I still want to experience in life, and it's, oh, yeah. it's stupid stuff, and that's one of them. Yeah. And I, I want to go to a big one where, you know, there's going to be a lot know, of people. Yeah, a lot of things going on. I think the one that they have here in Cleveland is too small, and it's usually not a lot of of named people so my issue with it are you talking about the wizard world one or the one that happens in berea in the on the fairgrounds every year the one that's usually here or no it's usually in the convention center or something yeah i think the wizard one yeah Yeah, so yeah my here's my issue with wizard world and and this is coming from somebody who does conventions quite a bit not just as a fan but with the northeast ohio ghostbusters you know we get invited to cons every year obviously you know, because we can set up and we can, you know, we're in our gear and right. everything. And we're taking pi- pictures, kissing babies, maybe not anymore thanks to COVID. But, <laughs> you know, and you know, we're doing a lot of that stuff. My problem with Wizard World is, is that and it's kind of the same thing with, with terrestrial radio. So we'll say FM radio and things like that. If you don't know somebody, good luck getting in. Oh, yeah. yeah. And they pick the biggest of big name big guests. But they prepay their guests. So those guests have already been paid. So then at that point, the convention can charge whatever they want for tickets, autographs, concessions, because they got to make their money back from paying all these celebrities. Right, right. Whereas a show like Steel City, none of the, the celebrities are prepaid. They make what they make off of what they sell. Right. And that's what I love about Wizard World, because their tickets for a three-day pass, 40 bucks. A three-day pass for Wizard World. <laughs> Good luck for getting it under a hundred. Right, right, and that's one of the things that I've looked at because um, just some of the different guests and stuff that I've seen on some of the ones in uh, Steel City. Um, it, it's just inter- interesting to go there. It's just trying to, to get the the chance to go down there, and it's obviously not a cheap place to go and spend it's a weekend not, oh, because yeah, no, no, no. you know looking at it you know like i've seen some people you know 40 bucks for a picture 40 bucks for an autograph 70 bucks for both so you definitely got to have cheddar you know yeah you definitely got to have the cash to go which <sighs> the most expensive convention i went to is like we were talking about before we went live here was when i met uh, ernie hudson mm-hmm. and ernie alone just because we wanted to get the professional photo op with him because he was in his Ghostbusters flight suit. We were in hours, you know, and it's just like that's that's a memory I'll never forget. Right. You know, I met one of my childhood heroes. And that was three hundred dollars just for him. And then, you know, I want Leah Thompson from Back to the Future was there, so we wanted okay. to get Leah. And then uh, who else was there? Uh, Sean Cunningham, the guy that created Jason Voorhees was okay. there. So, you know, and I'm like, cha ching, cha ching, cha ching, like my wife is watching the bank. Well, she wasn't my wife back then, but she was my fiance. But she's watching the bank account going, we still have to pay bills, asshole. <laughs> now, I got to tell you something. <clears throat> my wife is the exact opposite. Sean is the exact opposite. Uh, when we go to a toy show or something like that and she sees NASCAR stuff, oh, my God. Buying it up like crazy. How much do you have in your pocket? It doesn't matter. Do you take PayPal? How much do you have? Oh, God. 
Yes, yes, and uh, you know we've had some of our family members. Um, we don't we don't call our people customers. We call them family family. Yeah. Um, we've had family members come in the last couple of weeks, and we've taken them to toy shows because this is that time of the year. Oh God, I and love they are just season. oh man, they just are, are unbelievable on how Sean reacts when she sees cheap cars, <laughs> and it's like God because. You know, all we do is we take them back to our place. You know, we buy cars at ten bucks. We sell them at twenty. I mean, it's fair. It's you know, it's so it's. You know, and, and I she think, goes nuts though. And I think shows like Pawn Stars and even like before that, you know, some of those other shows where you know, even like uh, Antique Roadshow or anything like that, like you hear what they have to do to try to keep their doors open. And oh, it's yeah. like If you sold it for what you bought it for, you'd never make a penny. No. No. Not at all. And I think that's, that's part of what a lot of people don't understand. You know, and while I hate scalpers, but to me, a scalper is somebody, they'll walk into a Walmart or they'll walk into a Target or wherever, like an old, or Toys R Us back in the day, mm -hmm. and they'll buy everything that they had on the shelf <clears throat> and then sell it for twice what it's worth. <laughs> I, I could say quite a bit right now, but i got to spend the weekend with some of these people, so I'm going to keep my <laughs> mouth shut. But I, I walk around and look at the other vendors and everything else, and, and uh, it goes back to exactly seen, what you're saying right I've now. Seen. And uh, I was talking to one guy. This is his first year here, and we happened to go downstairs to the bathroom together, and he's like, I can't believe some of these people here. I'm like, dude, I don't even, I don't even get them anymore. You know, I hate people that come over and ask me for a deal and then take it to their booth and sell it for three, three times, times as that much. much. Yeah. You know, and me personally, if if I'm going to somebody and I buy something to resell for them, I never really ask for a deal. Yeah. Especially when you're at the same damn show. You know, I just think that's not I wish right. I could get a deal on some damn Pepsi and water. $4 <laughs> for a fucking 20 ounce is ridiculous. Oh, that's, see, that's why you got to bring your own tomorrow, so. I, we're working on that. We're working on that. But, you know, I've been here by myself all day, so it's like, you know, and I can't leave, obviously, because right. I can't leave the booth. Right. But, but yeah, no, I mean, that, that's kind of been, but that's always been my, my issue with that. And then, like, even I go to Steel City, and, like, obviously most of those are comic book vendors. Right. Or um, toy vendors, because obviously that's what people are there to buy. And I collect Ghostbuster stuff. I'd love to have some diecast Ghostbuster stuff. So if you, if you if you get them, you know, I get the red line discount, right? I mean, oh sure. Okay, cool. <laughs> Double. Ding. No. <laughs> Dave told me that about you. No, 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 no. Anybody that's come to me from Redline always gets hooked up. So yeah, yeah, that's good. Airplane taking off. I don't know if that's my stomach or my nuts because they're angry. <laughs> but Bill, tell me about the 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 bet, man. Tell me about the bet that you, you mean lost. the reason I'm in a dress. The reason you're in a dress. All right, we wrote it up as a sign as as I lost the bet. But here here's the deal, okay? We have a phenomenal family, okay? And we have family all over the world. And I'm not bullshitting you. We got customers in Sweden, Australia, Great Britain. I mean, Canada. We got quite a few customers up in Canada. So every once in a while, we'd like to have fun. Yeah. Now when we do a fundraiser. Um, we do a fundraiser for uh, Ronan Riding Club out of Southwest Florida every year. So we always do something there to pump up, you know, sales there yeah. to, to try and get, you know, more money for the thing. So um, we always try and do fun stuff. And I always do something stupid during that time of the year. So uh, the other night I was kind of in a mood and I'm like, all right, we're going to do something stupid tonight. So 
Uh, we run Facebook Live auctions, uh, and we do a special one every month. So this was on our special one. So I said, uh, if if we had two cars go for over a hundred bucks, I'll shave my arms. Mm-hmm. Well, anytime I open my mouth, the family adheres to it. So we turned around, and uh, after that, we said if another car went for a hundred bucks that I would uh, turn around and shave my chest at that point. So next next thing we know, we got another car at 100 bucks. So then it kept going and progressing. So the next thing was my legs. So here I am sitting, shaved, and all that <laughs> stuff. And then we went to my armpits. And then I, I thought, man, we're at 500. You know, five cars, I went for $100 or more. Everybody's done, blah, blah, blah. So I opened up my mouth and said, if we had another one go, I'll wear a dress Friday night at the show because we've been pumping the show, you know, because we have to still close the store and everything else. Right. So, been pumping the show and everything else. And, um, you know, I, and I'm going to say this the most loving way. Every time I open my mouth, my family sticks it to me, and I, I love it. So, um, here we are. I'm shaved everything from, well, everything from the neck down, threw in a bonus, guys, because I'm 50 years old. I still like it that way. Um, so we're, we're hairless from the neck down and we're here in a dress. And like I said, the sign, I got asked three times, what kind of bet did you lose over on the way over here? So, yeah. um, but I, I, I'm always in good spirits with our family. And, uh, like I said, we have, we have family that comes in from New York and visits with us. We have family that comes up from North Carolina, Kentucky, everything else. And in fact, we're having a, a big party at our store on, um, April 15th, I think 15th or 16th, whatever Saturday is before Easter. Yeah. And uh, some of the people from New York and, and down in North Carolina and stuff are coming up. And all we're going to awesome. do is when the store closes at 5 o'clock, we're going to order some pizza, have some salad, and play some cards against humanity and just have a good time oh, and, and bond. And that's what it's all about. You know oh. what I mean? Oh, you're, you're pulling my nerd, <laughs> my nerd strings there, man. And but, the sad part is, is nobody's played but us, so it's oh, going to be fun. Oh, man. So. Uh, Norma Millette says, uh, hi, Bill. Hey, Norma. And then uh, uh, Matt said, you got that right, Bill? I'm thinking yep. of talking about your family. Yep, Norma says April 16th, so that's the day. Norma's one of the, one of our family members that are coming. Her and Jen awesome. are coming up. Yeah, no, you know, but th- that's what I'm talking about, you know, and that's kind of what I love about the Ghostbusters community is – we disagree on a lot of things, trust me, you know, but when it comes down to if one of us has a question about maybe, you know, building a proton pack or starting an ecto or maybe even just starting a franchise or, you know, whatever, they're always there to sit there and be like, hey, if you have any questions, reach out to me. You know, when, uh, uh, God rest his soul, when uh, Ivan Reitman died, the director of the of the first two Ghostbusters okay. movies, um, I put a call out. Uh, I call it a call to arms because just the way we talk in the, in the right. community and everything. Right. I put out a call to arms to the Ghostbusters family and said, I do a live podcast every Friday night, you know, and I'm obviously going to do a tribute to Ivan. Now, it's not just going to be about Ghostbusters. It's going to be about all of his movies because he's done way more than Ghostbusters. Right. And I got so many responses, I had to turn people away. There you go. You know, so... I love hearing stuff like that, you know, about how you're you're 
your customers become your family because they've come to respect you guys and they believe in your business model and everything like that. I, I respect that wholeheartedly, man. Well, I, the respect has to go both ways. I mean, Absolutely. I respect them and they respect me. In fact, we, we uh, last year for the charity auction that we did, uh, we even had one of our family members, uh, Mike, drove in from Colorado um, and, and helped us out, volunteered for a couple of days. And uh, this past year, we had some people come in again from North Carolina, or yeah. not North Carolina, but New York and stuff. So, yeah. I mean, and they just come to volunteer and help out. And, and you know, that's that show of respect back. And, and I give them just as much respect. I mean, there's... I, I, there's a lot of cutthroat in our business, especially since the internet has been alive. And I mean, I, I shouldn't just say our business that's so probably any business, but um, well, yeah, collector, I have a lot of loyalty. Businesses, and that's what I was kind of getting at with the scalping. I mean, you know, collectors are getting hit the hardest, I think, by mm -hmm. e-commerce. And, and I don't mean that unfairly, but at the same time, I do. Because, you know, you can walk into Walmart and buy the same diecast cars you guys sell in your store even though they don't really carry them that much anymore or you know whatever action figure you're looking for, or whatever and buy it at retail but then let's say some asshole comes in and buys everything that's on the shelf then the only op option you have is ebay right. paying tr twice right. three times even four times the amount i did a story about a fucking popcorn tin that uh, amc put out it, big ass popcorn tin that was in the shape of the ecto one it light lit up and the roof came off and that's where you put the popcorn and everything nice. it was an exclusive for the premiere of the new movie that just came out and i read a story online that broke my heart a woman was in line she wasn't even going to see the movie shame on her for that but she wasn't even there to see the movie <laughs> and she was just there to buy the popcorn tub for her daughter which it was the only thing she wanted for christmas some guy five people in line in front of her bought out every single one they had and he had people in line behind him screaming you know you're an asshole how dare you do that blah 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 literally flipped everybody off in line and said i'll see you on ebay yeah i mean i've i've seen that too in this in this business i guess i could say because and, and and i won't just say ebay i i see it a lot on some of the other stuff that we're on um just for the simple fact of of a lot of people look for it for the money and i mean mm. we've always said that's what we're not what we're about and it, and it's it's shown time and time and time again that that we're not in it just for the money i mean we do a lot of the same shit like well, okay, we do the Facebook live auctions, okay? Now... Those are huge. I mean, I know comic book stores that do well, it for big ticket items, too. Diecast-wise, there was one guy doing them when I started doing them. Yeah. Okay? And this was over five years ago. Right. Now the thing is, almost everybody that's doing them was a customer of ours at one time, and now they're out doing them on their own. And which is fine, but the, the thing is, is... In the last year, there's been five of them that have disappeared Gee, because I they why. don't have. The you know, we're not just a fly by night where you say, "Okay, I'm going to start doing fucking auctions," and here we go. Right. I'm going to buy from this guy, buy from this guy, and then resell his shit. We are a licensed dealer. Sean is a licensed dealer, and we back everything. I mean, I've had somebody call me and say, "Hey, Bill, I know you didn't sell the car this way. Something broke in shipping. Okay, what broke? Tell me." Oh, the window popped out. Okay, simple solution. Can you glue it back in? 
you know, and there are guys that will say, yeah, I'll just glue it back in. All right, the next time, let me know. I'll give you five bucks off shipping or I'll give you free shipping or UPS or you, uh, post office damaged the box and damaged the car. All right, I'll give you free shipping. That shit I don't have to do, but you know what? Mm-hmm. There's other people that are at the same point going, well, fuck you. It's not my problem, so, so be I it. I see but it all the time, Bill. We, I, we, don't, we, we aren't like that. I mean, that's not how we've came to be over you know, 18 understand. years in business. Right. It's not how it is. I don't understand how some of these people that have that as their business model, well, sorry, too bad, so sad, sale final, yep. that, that can still be in business. Because the second your eBay ratings start going down, or even your Amazon ratings, or you know wherever else you do business, Facebook Marketplace, um, there's that new one that just popped up that everybody loves, and I can't remember the name of it. But you know, like all these different places where you can buy, sell, trade, and, and everything like that. The second your ratings start going down, there go your customers. Well, see, here's the thing, though, is we don't do any of that shit. Right. All we do is our Facebook page, our auctions, and word of mouth. We don't do Marketplace. We don't do eBay. We don't do any of this other shit, and mm-hmm. and that's just how it's been, and that's how we continue to grow. Yep. I mean, we are constantly growing. We uh, Last year, we moved into a new store. We went from uh, 1,200 square foot to 3,600 square foot. Nice. And you can ask, well, I mean, not the same, but the, some of the people that have come up to see us now, we are redesigning our layout when we get back after the show because we are freaking running out of room now. And I don't want to move Sean out of her office. And so we're now redesigning our floor to make room for more stuff because we've already outgrown 3,600 square feet. So, um, Shana, which is one of the people from Growing Wings, says right on, right on. Uh, Sherry, who's one of the new people that we have that's one of our new fans, says hi. Mm-hmm. Um, Hello. And then Norma, I'm going to put this on the screen and read it there. Uh, if it had not been for Facebook Live, we would have never met Bill. Yep. Once we saw the auction and met Bill and Sean, we ordered may sound unbelievable but people become fast friends and family members heck we even changed a myrtle beach vacation one year yep. to, to be able to go source. to ohio because yep. we wanted to meet yeah no you see and that's the kind of relationship that i'm talking about man that's the kind of relationship i have with my comic book store guys mm-hmm. that's the kind of relationship you know i have with dave with, with with redline you know and that's the kind of relationship i love having you know and you know, I, I I met you for the in person the first time. First time a couple morning. hours ago. Yeah, <laughs> and you know, I mean, and thank you for agreeing to do this. You yeah. know, but this is why why I want to bring our sponsors on our show on my show, you know, and do do these kind of things because, you know, I think people, especially maybe people that don't normally watch my show you know, might end up becoming a fan of my show. But not only that, but maybe uh, Pit Road Diecast New Shore is very nice, Dave says. Um, yeah. We were actually supposed to do a, a live broadcast from out there, and I ended up in the hospital the night before. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was going to be a part of yeah. that. So I ended up in a hospital in Sandusky <laughs> 90 minutes away from my family for a week. Oofa. Oh, yeah. That was not fun. During but. COVID, right? So nobody could come see you? Well, I mean, not only that, being 90 miles away, nobody, yeah. you know, I mean, I think I was allowed to have one visitor a day or something like that. But, um, yeah, I mean, that was that was it. My family is that far away, so I didn't expect them to come out. So, Yeah. But, you know, uh, so how did the relationship with Redline get started? Um, well... <laughs> I guess you could say it was kind of love-hate relationship. I mean, uh, <laughs> I, I, me and Dave didn't get along. Um, we, uh, 
we met through racing. Mm-hmm. Um, we both raced together. And uh, I, I think if we really talked about it, I think both of us thought our egos were a little bit too big for each other. I could see that. And and that we were our egos were a little too big for each other as ourselves. But um, but I, I think that's just how we both come across. Um, because I carry myself the same way Dave does. I mean, I'm just, I don't put up with any bullshit. And, you know, not that I think everybody's above me because they're not. But, you know, I, I just don't put up with drama. I don't put up with bullshit. I don't put up with this. So I do keep a low line. Right. Until I get to know somebody, and then it's completely different. <laughs> Dave says you but, had to go there. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but, I mean, one day, hey, you know what? Sometimes it just takes two adult people sitting down and talking and getting through the drama and getting through the bullshit, and that's exactly what happened with me and Dave. And uh, it's been a good relationship ever since then, uh, both friend-wise and um, business-wise. Um, I know we need to, to sit down here sometime and, and talk about something that's going on now. And uh, But other than that, I mean, Dave messages me every once in a while, how you doing? I'll message him once in a while, how you doing? And, I mean, that's just the way it is. I mean, it's not like yeah. we do it every day, but, you know, it's, it's like I said, it was that love-hate relationship, and it's been good ever since. And, you yeah. know, I'll, I'll do anything that Dave asks for to help with the show or to help with us or to help with Redline Radio. I mean... We wear the gear. I mean, he saw it down. We were down in Martinsville uh, in the fall, and I was wearing my Redline hoodie and everything else down there. So, um, man, Martinsville—that's that's a track I'd love to go to. Oh yeah, we're going back in the fall again. But nice, nice. I mean, I, I was just—you know—it's it, the fact that small businesses supporting small businesses. You know, yeah, and we keep going back to that, and I think that that's definitely important. You know, because it's like, you know, these large corporations—they can—they can. They can pay out whatever money they want and get on cbs radio or um, right or iHeartRadio radio or you know any of those but you know um dave says uh we have to reschedule and that i had to go there he says he's an asshole <laughs> um, no not anything yet see i'm not seeing all the comments though i'm on facebook so i'm not seeing yeah, all the yeah. comments but um lisa i know you're a fan of my show and i love you and you know that no, and you have to put up with me every day, so you have to love me. Dave, just because I'm in a dress, there's certain things I still won't do. <laughs> it's moments like this. I wish we had the, the professional soundboard and everything so I could hit some of the buttons. But, uh, man, but I love doing stuff like this. You know, I mean, it's nice to get out of the studio every once in a while oh, yeah. and, and yeah. show your product to the world so people right. can see what you do. You know, and that's why I love shows like this. And. Oh, I think it helps any little business as long as you promote it yourself. I mean, like, yeah. everybody that's come in today, we've been asking people, are you guys local? You know, because, of course, you had the, the vocational tech kids here earlier. Right, right, right. Before the show opened. So a lot of those guys, uh, a lot of them were from, you know, Seoul and stuff like that. Well, here, our store is right in Lake County in, in Perry, Ohio. Oh, man, we're going to have to come see it, you know, so... I think it's a great way to so- showcase you as long as you do it the right way. That's why I asked, well, you know, what's the, what's the criteria? To, do I have to watch my language being in public? Or? You know, I mean, but that's why, you know, and, and we do it for a lot of our shows. You know, we, right. we put the parental advisory out there. We're internet radio, man. There are no rules. I mean, other than what Facebook and YouTube tries telling us we can oh, or yeah. cannot do. Yeah. You know, but, you know hopefully very soon here in the future that'll be changing well i know i know dave usually has his three or four words that you can't say during a show which is okay because i don't normally say those anyways the only thing i was worried about is 
doing it right here in public, mm. you know, and, and uh, that goes back to the respect factor that I don't want us to look bad. I don't want Redline to look bad because right, I mean, right, we're right, a right. guest here. I'm actually representing Redline right now, so I don't want you guys to look bad either. So, you know, I mean, and that's why I said, you know, like you, you wearing a dress. I'm like, you know, my show, uh, my voice sounds funny. Um, I don't know why. Maybe it's just because I was too far away from the mic. Um, let me move it a little bit closer. This is supposed to be like one of the best mics, but this is an old board, so it could just be something to do with that. Um, but uh, so Dave said, sit here until you till he gets here. He's in the parking lot. Oh, okay. Um, but you know, I mean, you can hang out. I'm, I'm on technically on the air until six, but I didn't want to take you away from your booth for too long. Well, so. I don't know. If she's complaining too much, so I'll hang out. I don't <laughs> care. Um, uh, she, she knows I'm up here, and it, anytime I'm on, it's kind of promoting the business as well, too. So I mean, she knows yeah. I'm not just walking around doing nothing. So, um, real quick, I uh, just want to finish this one comment. Then, then I got a question about that yep. actually. Uh, uh, Shana says I had a best friend that was hanging out with me and then all of a sudden she had to go to the hospital and I was in the waiting room until she was done I mean that's kind of the way it, it is with COVID yeah. right now you know yeah. and it really stinks because um, I was in the hospital for a kidney issue they thought I might have had sepsis oh. and my wife was not allowed to be in the hospital with me and I ended up sitting in the waiting room for 13 hours and never got seen. Now, see, I just had a bunch of testing done at Cleveland Clinic in January mm -hmm. uh, for my brain. And uh, I was actually allowed to have, Sean was allowed to come in once a day. Yeah. And she was the only one allowed to come in. Now, once she left, she wasn't allowed to come back. But then when I had my second testing done at the end of the month, yeah, she actually got to spend the night with me. I, I know that they're, wow, my voice does sound funny all of a sudden. I don't know. Maybe maybe it's just because of all the background noise. Um, but, uh, I mean, yeah, because, like, like, you know, I know that they're changing a lot of the guidelines and everything, mm -hmm. and I'm hearing rumors, just because of the business stuff that I do for Redline, that uh, some things are going to be changing here very soon as in regards to mandates and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. I don't want to say anything because I want to get anybody's hopes up or anything. Right, right. Um Yes, it was very bad. Um, it took me three days to figure out what was wrong with my kidneys. Shana was saying that's bad that I was in the hospital for thirteen hours and never oh. been seen. You know, but COVID. Yep. You know exactly. Somebody walks in and says, "I have COVID." They have to take them over everybody else because they need to get them away from the exposure and everything. And it, yep. It was such bullshit. I, you know, I could have sat there and said, "I have sepsis," and I would have been sitting there and I could have died sitting oh, there yeah. in that waiting room. Yep. And Definitely. It, or, you know, I have AIDS and I'm having a really bad flare-up. And they probably would have let me sit there because I didn't say I had the magic word. My hemorrhoids are bleeding. Yeah. Yeah. I'm <laughs> bleeding out of my asshole. Can we fix this, please? Here's a diaper. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> but, you know, and there, that was the one thing that really upset me about it. And I know we, we go off on tangents, but that happens on the show. Oh, That's yeah. why it's called Money's Crazy yep. Mind. Uh, there was a guy sitting there that was in his 90s that was diabetic and they hadn't given him any fluids or anything to eat or anything like that. And he had been there almost 24 hours Wow! by the time I walked out. And if it wasn't for the fact that he was diabetic and he probably could have died if they had left and tried to go to another hospital, his daughter had to sit there with him. She lost two days' pay of work. That's insane. It's ridiculous. I, I don't know. I, I have my own opinions of, over COVID, and uh, I won't go on a tangent about that because I could be here for until 6 o'clock. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I mean, I get it. it. It's it's just like we said before when we were talking about the three-car. Everybody's entitled to their opinion. doesn't mean you're right. doesn't mean you're wrong. Mm. Um, 
And I think that's that's the one good thing that we can still do in this fucking country is have an opinion. Now, whether or not you hurt somebody's feelings, yeah, I was just about to that's say that's your fucking you still problem, worry not about mine. Cancel but culture yeah. when it comes to that. No, I don't cancel shit. I mean, I <laughs> I might apologize for something I say, but if I got to say something, I say it. And you can, I my family will attest to that, man. If I go off on a, I'll go off on a tangent in the middle of an auction over some asshole. I mean, I don't care. But I did an entire two-hour show cussing out Facebook for something that they did. Did you and get banned? Almost. Oh. I'm, I'm <laughs> warned. Oh. So a friend of mine and I were talking. Like she had posted a, a post of, of somebody looking in the mirror and pointing at themselves in the mirror and saying, I will not let the Cleveland Browns piss me off today. Yeah. And I responded back, and I'm like, man, am I, this was before the Deshaun Watson. Like they, they were – this was in between Watson – saying no like he'd already said no now they were waiting for him to say yes again whatever and so i'm like man am i glad i'm not part of this dumpster fire because now you don't have <laughs> now you don't have deshaun watson you don't have uh uh baker baker too short to play football you know you don't have any of that and i'm like i'm so glad i'm not part of this dumpster fire and she's like shut up before we hurt mason and i'm like oh we got mr Trubisky now go ahead you know you know i'm i'm good you know and then i put it you know, responded back to that. Go ahead, beat him up. I'll make sure he makes it to the hospital in the middle of the Allegheny River. We're fine. I got in trouble for saying that. Oh, man. I've seen... Uh, I don't know. I, I think <laughs> I've seen so much stuff on Facebook that should be warned for, and then I see shit that just goes, uh, you know... I don't know. Can you, you can read put between on there, the yeah. lines and find the fucking joke, please? Yeah, like, I mean... <laughs> you know, it's like all in how you say stuff. You know, like, can you help your uncle jack off a horse? You know, I mean, <laughs> you could read that two ways. I mean, yeah. Uh, no, yeah. I'm not helping my uncle jack off a horse, but sure, he's 90. I'll help him off the horse. <laughs> right, 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 right. So, yeah, I mean, that's just. Uh, you know, somebody's just like, oh, you shouldn't say that. My uncle's name is Jack, and he's stuck on a horse. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <know>? Hello. <laughs> Get your mind out of the gutter. Exactly, exactly. You know, that's just like back in the day, you in a Disney movie, you could put, I snatch that pussy and put it in a box. Yeah. Now? Oh, man, that dude drives a lot of people wild. I mean, yeah. I'm talking about a cat. I don't know what your mind is, but right, right, right. we should know each other. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, look, here comes Stranger. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, he looks happy as shit, too. Oh, he does. <laughs> Some people got to work. Uh, hey. <laughs> man. He's crabby. He unplugged the camera, so I had to move the other one. <laughs> he was going to tie me up in it. <laughs> uh, so. But, yeah, man, I mean, you know, this has been fun. I mean, um, you know, we're, we're definitely proud to have you part of the Redline family. Thank you. You know, and, Thank you. you know, we appreciate everything that you do for Steel City Renegades every Sunday night when, when we're on the air because we take a break in between football season and everything. It's that camera, Dave. Um, huh? Yeah, it's on an extended cord. But anyway, um, you know, but I mean, this has been great, dude. Um, so la last question for you here. Sure. Um, what is the car that you have right now that you would think is probably the most in-demand car that you guys have? Oh, man. Let me think about that. Um... I know that, that, that Gravedigger car. Well, the Gravedigger was hot when it first came out. Uh, we actually sold, all in all, I originally pre-ordered 40 of them. Mm -hmm. All 40 were already sold. 
Uh, we had another vendor contact us and sold us another dozen. Those were already sold. And uh, we had never uh, never bought anything from this vendor before. Um, and then uh, I would say right now, I mean, Larson was hot, but he seems to be slowing down. Um, Norm, Norm was asking about the Indiana Jones card. Yeah, that's an old one that are st- that people are still looking for. That's an old Kyle Busch car. But I would say probably current right now. Um, Is that from the fourth movie? Man, I would probably say, yeah. Um, I would probably still say maybe Larson is probably the most. Larson and Truex, I would say, are still up there. I mean, the, the um, uh, Martin Truex Bristol Wind truck from last year just okay. came out. And uh, we sold out of those, and I had to get more just for this show. Plus, I had to order extra autographed ones for people that wanted it when we showed it. Mm-hmm. Um, so that has been the hot seller lately. Um, Makes sense. William Byron has an E or um, an iRacing Bristol car that's pretty good looking. It actually looks better than the actual two Bristol vehicles that they made. Um, but yeah, I would probably say right now those those are the guys. Um, but now you know, I'm getting a lot of pre-orders for the the the, the two wins the last couple of weeks with Ross and um, uh, Briscoe. So, you know, I think it's going to be, I think the new car is is actually going to gear more towards the younger guys. So I think we're going to see a lot more of these new winners and everything else. So, yeah, it's going to be a challenge. I mean, we just have to roll with the times. I mean, I mean, I'm happy to see some of the youth movement, but now we're getting into some more challenging courses. You know, like we got Martinsville and then we've got... um, uh, Bristol coming up and, and right. you know, tracks like that. And I think that those are definitely going to gear towards the veterans a little bit more because they know those tracks better. They may not know the car that they're driving right now, but they know those tracks. Well, I don't know. Look at those guys on Sunday at Coda. Man, <laughs> that race only the second was, time was there. That race was boring as shit. I man. was glad anybody won it but Bowman, though. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, everything, it was, it was kind of off until the last couple restarts and stuff. But. Yeah. I mean, that. how many races this season have already ended in, in overtime? It's like you, we used to never see right. overtime in NASCAR. Right. Now it's it's almost every damn week. Yeah, that's all right. It, I mean, I got to admit. More I, racing is more racing. I mean, I, that's the way I look at it. I sell NASCAR <laughs> stuff, but this is the first time in a long time I've actually sat down and watched every race so far this season. So, yeah. or at least had it on. I'm not a road course person, and my people know that, but I've had the, the Coda race on and everything yeah, else. And I mean, see, I like road courses, but there was something about that Coda race that just yeah. had me off. I don't even like much intermittent. I like Bristol, Martinsville, Dover, mm. and then, of course, the uh, Daytona and stuff. And oh, Atlanta yeah. this year was pretty good. Atlanta was good. With the new changes. A lot of people didn't like it, but I thought it made it a lot more racier and a little bit more interesting to watch than normal. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, there's just a lot of things going on. I mean... Uh, uh, like I said, it's, it's just what people want, you know. I mean, it's it's hard to say what's going to be hot at one time. I mean, those grave diggers were so hot because everybody thought they were, you know, it's going to be a limited number and become what people call the Grail car, and and it ended up not being that way. So, was it just because of the demand that they ended up making another run, or? Well, no. Here's what had happened: is when it first came out, um, I was actually down on my way to Nashville Speedway when it happened. We were going down to the race that weekend. And I went on to pre-order them, and they were gone. Mm. It wasn't on pre-order anymore. 
So then we all of a sudden sell them up on Facebook, I mean on eBay for, you know, 400, 500, 600 bucks, blah, 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 and all that bullshit. So what had happened is, is Lionel didn't have, or I think it was Lionel didn't have permission yet to either from Dennis Anderson to release it or from Stuart Haas to release it yet. Ah. Because they didn't know production-wise or anything like that. So then they turned around and they pulled everything down off of the sites and redid it. I think it was the following Thursday they brought it back up again. And then there was, I forget how many, there was over a 1,000 posted. So, But yeah, like I said, everyone that we ordered was actually pre-ordered. I didn't buy any extras to try and gouge or anything like that. And right. I'm not even doing it now. I'm, we're selling them at 65 bucks, what they're supposed to be sold for. So yeah, you know, and, and but like you said, that makes great business sense. Mm-hmm. You know, you know why why gouge people, especially right now, that where they may not even have the the money to you know the extra. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I get it. Yeah. Uh, so I guess Dave wants to join us now. So Dave, what's up, buddy? What's up, Bill? How you doing? I, I guess I looked this way for a few minutes. My neck was uh, starting to hurt. Yeah, I can barely hear. <laughs> I've never done. Nice. I've never done anything like this before. But you Bill, never have. Never, never, ever. I've wow. ne- never been to the Piston Power Show. <laughs> never done anything like this before. I gotta say, it feels great to be back here at the IX Piston Powered Autorama. It feels great. You know, two years seems like a long time, man. But I mean. It is great to be back. Uh, it was a rough setting up yesterday because it's been two years. But uh, I'll tell you what, when these doors opened at 3 o'clock, even though I'm sitting here in a dress and standing over there in a dress, I was excited. And, you know, even when the uh, vocational kids were in this afternoon, I was still excited. So, Bill, I think you need to get a suntan if you're going to pull that dress off. Well, you know what? I don't really, you know, I wear shorts a lot, so I don't know why my legs aren't tanned at all, but... You know, I, I need to get my hair back. I miss my hair more than my shorts. Nah, I can I, I can I can do away with hair, man. Hair, yeah. But anyway, Bill, well, how where's you, that beard going then, huh? No, the beard's not going nowhere. <laughs> That's what I said. Neck down, I'm good. Yeah. So, Bill, what's been up, man? I hear that you were talking about, you know, the relationship here. How it, uh, how it went from from bad to good with Redline Radio and Pit Road Diecast. And you know what, Bill? I know that Uh-oh. we have we have talked about this before, but I just want to say kudos to you and kudos to me for getting over that bridge on what happened with us before. And I don't really think anything happened. I just think, like you said, it was our egos that happened. And, you know, it's just sometimes in life you have to put your differences aside with other people. And just exactly, and just man up and say, you know what? It's not even worth the fight. Let's see if I can work with this person or this group or or whatnot to make it better for both of us. Exactly. I mean, you, you know, you're never going to agree 100 percent on everything. Um, but the one thing that we do agree on is the most important thing, and it's a small businesses supporting small businesses, and that's the way it is. I mean, you guys. You started from the ground up, and I have respect for you for that. And you you took over another show, or another station, um, because I know originally where it started from. Oh, yeah. Because I was supposed to be on that show a couple times, so I know originally where it all came from. And to see what you've done, and dude, you're you're just like me and my in in Sean's business. We get kicked in the dick constantly, constantly. 
it's how many times you get back up sometimes it's it's hard to get up from that kick in the nuts oh i'm not i'm not going to disagree with you you're damn right it is but you know what that's what that's what keeps us at at the top of our game we're at yes i am wearing a dress hi how are you (laughs) um damn i don't know what i can say but um and that's what it takes, and that's what puts us where we are. I mean, there's there's a lot of times that I get kicked in the dick that I should just say, you know, screw it. I don't need this anymore, and, you know, I don't need to to waste my time with this anymore. And it, not that it's a waste of time because I love doing it and love the people that I deal with, but it, it's just the fact that you keep we keep getting up and keep going. So. It, it is. It is, Bill. And I see where you started as well. I remember, you know, you guys in your little shop and then, you know, a couple, I think what you guys are coming up on a year on the new place, right? Ain't it just a year um, there? Yeah, it was a year. Um, I think our official move-in date was May 1st. So, yeah, it's coming up on a year in the new store. Yeah, so, I mean, I know we had a uh, remote scheduled. We want to get that rescheduled with you guys if you guys want to have us out there. Yeah. I know that we got some other things that are happening at Redline Radio. We just started the graphics. Um, and also, too, you know, I got to give it to Lee money. I put, I mean, I put him in charge for the Piston Power Show, and I've been on his ass all week about you know, th- what's happening here. 6.30 this fucking morning. Well, I'm on a roof you at 6.30. you want six- my dress? <laughs> no, I'm good. <laughs> I'm on a roof at 6.30 this morning, and I don't have any chairs here at the, at the uh, spot until at least 8, 9 o'clock. Or so, a bar next to you either. Yeah, or the bar <laughs> next to me. Um, I was told that that was going to be closed, but you know what? That just brings everybody in over here at Red Line oh, Radio, yeah. you know, yep. to let them see. Yep. But anyway, let's get back to Lee for a second. I want to give a big shout-out to Lee for all the hard work that he has done, you know, putting this together and, you know, stepping up as station manager at Red Line Radio. Not only doing that, but running uh, the graphics business with my partner, uh, Lisa Summers. Um, you know, we're a startup graphics business, and we're trying to build that from the ground up. And, and you know, there's some people out there that don't like that, but you know what? Everybody's got to eat. I'm not trying to steal anything that's on anybody's lawn. But if somebody comes to me and t- wants to poop on my lawn, I'm going to fertilize that lawn and try to take advantage of let that grass grow that's, that's, that's I'm, that I'm fertilizing. Because you can't pass up an opportunity like that. Hey, you're always going to have haters. Not everybody wants to shine on you. Everybody wants to, to kick you down and, and keep going. And it's, you know, unfortunately, that's that's what has the world has come to unfortunately you know i know i'm a little bit older than you and i i don't know you know but i was raised with respect and i went down a different road for a long while and now i'm starting to see the way i was raised is the right way to be to actually get what you want in in the world and that's working you got to have respect for yourself you got to respect for other people and even if you're in the same business you know that's like a lot of people think that i hate all these other people that do diecast auctions and everything else i don't hate them i hate that you want to steal my ideas and say they're your own however i don't not want to see you succeed i mean it's one of those things to where if you succeed great you succeed but when you start coming in and taking shit out of my mouth and coming in and taking my customers and my family members and stuff like that, then, yeah, I got a problem with you. But you can do it on your own. Do it on your own. Yeah, absolutely, man. I mean, that's that's correct there, Bill. And, you know, my headphones went out in the middle of the speech. There you go. You might be moving your foot over there playing with the wire. But anyway, you know, Bill. You I'm s- not. My legs are spread for everybody to see. So. <laughs> <laughs> 
Hey, it's it's Bernie Goliath, the chief car idiot. Bernie used to do a show on uh, on Redline Radio. Yeah, we'll stop by and talk. But Bernie, nice seeing you. Nice seeing uh, Doug Marshwater here. Nice seeing these people here at the Piston Power Show. You know, Dave, I gotta tell you, man. I mean, like Bill and I were talking about it earlier, and you know, I've been going to cons and working cons for five years, better part of five years now, and. For a Friday night, this is an awesome. Well, crowd. I mean, yeah. people are still yeah. getting out of work. It's still early, you know. People want probably want to go to dinner, come here, but again, you know, it, it's nice to be back here at the Piston Power Show. I know that this was one of the things that my brother Ashley really looked forward to throughout the season, and you know, this is why I keep coming back to the Piston Power Show. Not for me, not for Redline, but for him. And I'm going to carry on that tradition as long as the IX Center. And I have Redline Radio allows it to. Um, and, and, you know, we got some good sponsors at Redline Radio, Pit Road Diecast, who we still got it. Like you said, Bill, we got to still talk about that. And I'm going to tell you guys this. If you guys think Bill and them's leaving, we're not letting them leave that that easy. <laughs> and I'm not going to leave from that 9-11 or that 11. Whenever they decide to race, I'm not leaving that easy. So Nope. For we you, aren't going to let it happen, man. Yeah, yeah. So for you guys who you know say, "Oh, well, you haven't had Bill on, or or, or you know, done this with Pit Road Diecast," it's because Bill's busy. I'm busy. You know, it takes a lot out of us to run two stations. We're going back and forth. Bill's got a, uh, a new store, bigger store. I would say five times to six times the uh, inventory that you've had at the other. Oh store. yeah, yeah. I mean, and like we were talking before you got here, and I'm sure you heard it. We've already outgrown what we have. We have to redesign everything to start making room for, for what we have. Even what we have set up over there, there's still stuff underneath the tables of drivers that we don't even have out yet because we don't have enough room. Yeah. Man. And then we, also, too, we got the Derby Dog Production guys here. What do you think about these demo cars? You got Jeremy and Francis over there who run Derby Dog Productions. They used to do a show on Redline. We we support them. They support us. Mm. You know, it's nice to see some cars in here. People are actually coming to look at these cars. You know, people are like, oh, well, why would you have these in here? Because, dude, listen, like, derbies are big around here. Really big. I'll tell you what. We've been up to the Detroit show, and up in the Detroit show, they have a full section that is probably six to eight derby cars. Yeah. And it, there's always people around it. Now, I like this one right here. I've been looking at some of the different things that they did to it. But I've done a couple derbies in my life, but these guys can have it. I like watching it. Apparently, <laughs> those tiny little tractor tires that are on the back are just there for this show. They're going to put different tires on the back of the car. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't, yeah. don't want to invade Lee Money's show or uh, take any more time away from Lee because I know he's got something planned for the second segment. Um, so just want to say thanks again, Lee, for setting all this up. I know, hey. I, and you know, I know you're a little frustrated with you know the way things were going on and whatnot. But you know, dude, we're here at Piston Power Show. We're live. Sound it sounds great over you know uh, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, wherever else we're at. I, I can't remember because we're so many places. You yep. got Lorraine Speedway here, Painesville Speedway, Bills here. Um, I heard you got Farm Truck here too. Farm Truck was walking around um, yeah. on. Third Wednesday when we're setting up, there's some race cars down there. So if you guys ain't out in the Cleveland area, stop out. And we did give away a family four pack yesterday. We did. We did. Congratulations. <laughs> yeah. So hopefully Matt can save some money now and spend it over with us. Yeah. Basically, <laughs> basically Bill, I'm going to be coming over there to spend some money with you because I hopefully you got my message about bringing that grave digger car here with you. Uh, I did not, but I do have a bunch here. 
Okay, okay. Well, that's good. I need one of them, but I am not going to uh, to invade anymore. But I appreciate your time, Bill Lee. I appreciate you let me jump it in and well, talk actually, to Bill. Dave, if you want to hang around for the second segment, I could I could uh, definitely use uh, get your opinions on some stuff. Uh, you want my opinion on WrestleMania? I don't I, think you want that because <laughs> I know we talked a little bit about it yesterday about what I heard. <laughs> And well, it seems like that might be coming to fruition. So that was going to be one of the things I was going to talk about. Yeah. So, so Elias versus Seth. No, no. <laughs> however, 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 if you follow this particular person on Instagram. No, I don't. So somebody okay. did just land in Dallas. Yeah. Well, it's it's a deal that's signed, sealed and delivered. And oh, no, no, no. I'm not talking about him. I'm talking about the fiend. Oh well, maybe it's uh, him. Well, that but could be too. I don't know. They were Taker was dropping some bombs last night during his statue uh, unveiling. Uh, unveiling, talking about the new guy that they signed that's supposed to go against Seth Rollins, and supposedly him and his wife were sitting in the stands. No, no they were there. Mm. Yeah, they so, were. So mm. I don't have to tell you any more about that, Bill. Who I know. WrestleMania that? weekend, and look at where we're at all weekend. I mean, I can't think of a better place to be and miss WrestleMania, but... I mean, at least it's I on mean, Peacock, and we can go back and watch it. Exactly. I'll probably have it on back at the booth so I can watch it you every know, once I, in a while. I'm thinking about checking out the <laughs> NXT show tomorrow. because No, we're NXT having a TV live here. We're gonna. I'm going to bring my little TV from my house and my fire stick where I get to watch uh, free TV. Cheap plug right there. So free TV, I'll be having that in the North Carolina basketball game on at the same time. So there hope, we go. Hopefully... Uh, we get to watch some WrestleMania. So, Bill, if you're not doing anything over there and Sean allows you to get away. <laughs> I mean, she let him do wow. this. I'm only her bitch tonight. Well, actually, no. <laughs> I'm actually I'm actually the Diecast family's bitch tonight because I'm wearing a dress for them. So Yeah. yeah. That's, so that's so if, you can, if you can sneak away, come over and check out some WrestleMania. But I I'm going to go grab me something to drink. I know Lee Money's got to go on break. I know Bill's got to get back over there to Pit Road Diecast. Um, Lee Money. If you want to send us out or whatnot for your break, or Bill, if you want to yeah, stick can around, I, can for I us? plug us real quick and tell yeah, us absolutely. what spots we're in? Uh, if anybody comes down to the Piss and Power Show, we're in spots 34, 35, 37, and 38 over in the toy section. And uh, we'll be there, of course, all weekend long. We got all kinds of die cast over there 164s, 124s, anything you could imagine. So come on out, come in and see us, and uh, we will hook you up for sure. So Doug Hale says, What's up? What's up, man? Yeah, I knocked my phone off when Dave sat down. <laughs> so, but all right, man. If you want me to stick around, I'll stick around. If not, I'll go. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I'm you good. know, I mean, I didn't know if you were a wrestling fan or not, so that's the only reason why I didn't. Oh, offer. Dave didn't tell you. I was a wrestler for ten years. What? I was an independent yeah, wrestler for ten see. years. Oh shit! Yeah, so we'll have both of you here because I got a, I got some uh, pretty good questions about what what might be happening this weekend. You know, I haven't watched WWE in two years, but WrestleMania is WrestleMania. You gotta yeah, watch it, whether or not you watch. I started watching it again about a week and a half or so. Um, uh, basically, when Cody said he was leaving AEW, um, is when I started See, watching. And it I thought again. that was I. Well, we'll get into that after the after the break. Um, but yeah, no, we're we're gonna take a quick break here. I need to I need to drain the 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 proverbial lizard, as it were, and I gotta go down the stairs over by Amanda Berry. Oh, Amanda Berry is here, man. Yeah, yeah I see her cool car this morning. How cool is that? So. Yeah, actually, I think while well, you took, I a can't break. believe I'm taller than her. Oh like, yeah, I, she's I didn't, short. I did not she's think short, of. I so. I, I knew. Um, 
I want to say the right name, Lily Rose. Um, you know there yeah. is a champ up there. <clears throat> yes, yes. Um, I did know that, James, actually. Um, I knew Lily Rose was short. Oh, yeah. But I didn't know that because, well, obviously on TV they can manipulate the camera to make right. her look taller and everything. But I did not know she was that short. So that was a little bit of a shock to me. But I I, I have not had a chance to talk to her yet, obviously. Um, I only saw her in passing. Yeah. And I'm just like, damn, I can't believe she's that short. But, you know, kudos to her for everything that she's been able to accomplish. You yeah. I, what I'm going to do is I'm actually going to run back, and if we're not too busy, I'll come back. And if yeah. we are busy, then I'll, yeah, no, I'll no stop problem. back over the weekend. But Yeah, sure, no problem. I mean, obviously you know where we're at. Yeah. No, thank you for introducing yourself. Thank you for oh, having hey, us yeah, on yeah. and, and you know? anytime. So we're, we're good to go. Yeah, all right. So we're going to jump to break here real quick on Money's Crazy Mind. When we come back, Dynamite Dave and I, we're going to talk some WrestleMania. And if Bill <laughs> can come back, he'll come and join us. Bill, thank you again for doing this. Oh, uh, Thank you very much, guys. All right. All right, bye.
All right, everybody. Sorry for that extended break there. Uh, Dave wanted to adjust some of the camera angles and things like that. But welcome back in to Money's Crazy Mind. We are live here at the Piston Powered Autorama. And we are having an amazing time, guys. You know, uh, like I said, Dave wanted to fix some of the cameras since uh, Bill unfortunately unplugged one of them while we were setting up or uh, while we were talking to him. But now uh, we are going to um, break down a couple of the bigger matches at WrestleMania. And uh, we're going to start. We are going to start with the match that everybody is definitely talking about. And that is who is Seth Rollins' opponent going to be? And I got to say, there's been a lot of rumors floating around out there. At one point, it was Triple H, but then obviously Triple H announced his retirement. At one point, it could have been maybe The Undertaker will come back for one more match since he's going into the Hall of Fame this year. That would have been a neat little surprise, uh, but it doesn't look like that's happening. And then, you know, th there were all kinds of rumors. At one point, he was leaked, uh, linked to possibly Brock Lesnar. At one point, he was linked to Roman Reigns. At one point, he was linked... I mean, if there was ever anybody, ever anybody, that people thought he could have been linked to, I don't think anybody would have thought. It would have been the person... Uh, is the name that's going around the most. Sorry, guys, I'm trying to share the fact that we are back live. Um, like I said, we had to take a little bit of an extended break there. Dave had to uh, readjust the cameras after um, it got accidentally unplugged uh, when we had Bill on from Pit Road Diecast. So let's talk about these Seth Rollins rumors that are going around. So like I said, at one point he was linked to Triple H. At one point he was linked to Brock Lesnar. At one point he was linked to uh, The Undertaker. At one, you know, there, there were all these rumors that were going around about who Seth Rollins was going to wrestle at WrestleMania. And if you had asked me two weeks ago if I would have ever thought that one of the names that is now being linked to uh, the Seth Rollins match would be linked to it, I would have told you you're crazy and that you need to jump off a bridge. Well, earlier today, Bray Wyatt, Wyndham Rotunda is his real name, we lost all of our viewers because of that extended break, Dave. Well, we're back now, so. I did put out that we are back. So let me bring up the two cam here, since you are joining us. You... I walk through here and everybody stops me. I walk through here, everybody stops me. They wanted to talk to me. I said, I got to go. 
<laughs> I spent 20 minutes over talking to somebody I haven't seen in 10 years. Yep. It happens like that, man. It happens like that. So let's, the, the match, I, I don't want to talk about all the matches because we can be here for 10 hours with the fact that WrestleMania is two days. Yeah. Um, but the one match that I know everybody is talking about right now is who is Seth Rollins going to face? Who do you think he's going to face, Lee? So, and I was actually just talking about that before you came back over here. If you would asked me two weeks ago, if the two names that are the most linked, because at one point he was linked to wrestling Chris Jericho. At one point he was linked to wrestling Brock Lesnar. At one point he was linked to wrestling The Undertaker, since the Taker, since Taker's going in the Hall of Fame this year. Everybody thought, you know, he'll come back for one final match. At one point he was linked to Triple H, and then Triple H announced his retirement. So then two names have obviously been coming up the most. And the two names that are coming up the most now because this person posted on instagram earlier today that he had just landed in dallas bray wyatt so bray wyatt versus seth rollins we've seen it before when it was the wyatt family versus the shield but this time i think it's the first time that those two would ever go head to head with each other okay so let's put this into wwe perspective okay, okay? Mm -hmm. bigger pop yeah you bring out the Fiend mm -hmm. versus Seth Rollins, mm -hmm. or... The Redeemer versus The Fiend. Okay, hold on, hold on. Or you go with what everybody thinks it could be, which is Cody yep. versus Seth. Yep. Or I'm going to throw the, a one from left field, okay. Cena. Cena could be interesting, but Cena's not promoting anything right now. So Never know. He's a Vince guy. A big Vince guy. I, I mean, to me, I think it's Cody Rose. It seems to be leaning that way. And, I, and I'm going to probably be the most unpopular person in the room when I say this, but I'm a little disappointed in that. You know, the way Cody left, he was very upset with the way everything was going. He didn't want to be Stardust anymore. And I can understand that because that Stardust character sucked. It did, but he allowed Vince to let him do that. He had a lot of creative freedom with that with that uh, character. Mm -hmm. So he can't blame that. But how good is it going to feel, Lee, is if Cody Rose, who left your company, started a new company, went on your pay-per-view and bashed your son-in-law's chair to have him at WrestleMania. Vince knows at that time he's won now. He's won. It's over. AEW after that time and that is, is my not point. is not competition. Nope. And MJF keeps throwing out 2024. 2024. They're going to pay. He's on good terms with WWE. Why is that? That was one of the first people that Cody went out and got when he was in AEW. So, is it Cody Rose? Do we know? I don't know. The way I understand it, and I mean, obviously this is coming from the Dave Meltzers and, and, and all those people from the world, is for sure Cody is locked up, and that is who is going to face Seth. Now, here's my how do you How do you do it, though, Lee? How do you do it? I would have to say he's going to have to be the American Nightmare. The character that he was in AEW. No, 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 no. I, I get that. I yeah. get his character. 
how do you bring him in? Where where do you put that match at? Do you start the paper day one off with that, or do you start day two? See, that's the big question because, you know, and a lot of people say that you don't, you never want to be in that top spot, but then you listen to some of the biggest names in the business, Scott Hall, God rest his soul, Kevin Nash, Triple H, Chris Jericho even. You are the, the, the guy that kicks off the show. You're the one that sets the tone Absolutely. for the rest of the night. Absolutely, and I'm glad you brought that up, Lee, because I just watched that, that uh, uh, Austin uh, Broken Skull session with Jericho, and he brought that that fact up mm -hmm. about how he went to Vince because Vince had him third on the card, and he goes, "No, third. I want to be first. Third. He goes, "I'd much rather be first. And Vince is like, "Well, you're too big of a star to be first. He's like, "I want to be first. Mm -hmm. I want I want to set the tone for WrestleMania." And Vince was like, "Okay, I thought I was doing you a favor." He goes, "You're not. You were pissing me off by putting me third. Yep. So now he's he was first on the card. <laughs> WCW cruiserweight position, third. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I don't know. I'm I'm anxious to see this WrestleMania. I mean, two day it's two day WrestleMania. Be, yeah. You know, and the two day WrestleMania thing. I'm still trying to get used to it. It's only the third time that they've done it because the first time they did it was obviously because of the pandemic and they had to the, move stuff around to make to make WrestleMania work. They were doing it out of the Performance Center in Orlando and and everything like that. But I mean, if it is Cody Rhodes. Do you want to be night one kickoff or do you want to be night two? Do you want to let that anticipation continue to build? Because we all know what the final match on WrestleMania night two is going to be. It's going to be Brock and, and Roman because of the implication that's going to come out of that match. See, now that you put that in perspective, Lee, you don't want it to boil over anymore. You want that. It's simmering right now on the stove. And it, the lid is ready to come off of that. And these fans and Seth have been waiting. The people, Cody Rose has been has been waiting. If I'm Vince, I'm making Seth, Seth's match number one, day one, right off the rip. That way there, you get that done and over with. Vince, Vince, Vince can also have a leg up on AEW if he does that because now not only does he win but your guy who you handpicked Tony Khan yep. to be your partner yep you didn't renew his contract for some reason it wasn't renewed I don't know what, what according to everything that I know and I don't know much but obviously that roads to the top show is coming back for a second season but <clears throat> the way I understand it <clears throat> They filmed all that shit a long time ago. Yeah, that's how that's how TVs and movies and, right. and stuff work. It's all However, live. It's all taped. Right, 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 right. Yeah. However, the first season was actually pretty close to where they were storyline-wise. So it's going to be interesting to see when this second season ends. And is TBS going to or TNT going to bring that show back knowing that Cody is now signed to WWE? Here's another thing too, Lee. You remember the Monday Night Wars? Okay. How you had people jumping back and forth constantly. Correct. How big of a splash would this be if it is Cody Rhodes and he shows up on Mania against Seth and beats Seth? How big of a splash is that going to be? Because I'm telling you, if I'm Cody and Vince tells me I want you to go against Seth, I'm not taking nothing less than a, a win. I'm not taking nothing less than a win. 
and, and there's a lot of talk because Trish Stratus just brought up Brandy Rhodes. Yeah, you would have to let Brandy wrestle too. Yes, I mean Brandy's not a bad wrestler. She's not. She's not. She did amazing things with that women's division over in AEW. Um, I mean, speaking of Trish, I mean she's there's a rumor that she's fighting this weekend. She's been working out. She's been doing the big things. We all know that Lita has already announced that she's that she's coming back and doing a, a final run, a, a farewell run. Did you see Becky got her haircut this uh, past week? She did. Week she did. And by she's Bianca, been, she's been talking a lot of shit. Yeah, the uh, EST of NXT or WWE, whatever she is now, I don't think she'll have that long hair after tonight. No. No, I don't think so either. But, all right, so here's the way I'm looking at this with, with the whole Seth Rollins thing, and then we'll move on to, to the to the uh, one of the other matches I want to get to because we got about 15 minutes left because we got to get stuff ready for Kevin Kwan. By the way, where's my executive producer? He's sitting out in his car because he says his legs are hurting because he's walked all day at uh, at uh, Cleveland at the Clinic. Clinic. Yes, that would be Tim Buck too, ladies and gentlemen. Yep, yep, yep. Um, so, if Seth shows up tonight, or not, not Seth, if Cody and Brandy are in the audience tonight at the Hall of Fame, I think it's a foregone conclusion that it's going to be Seth versus Cody. I don't think they show up because Vince wants to keep it as under wraps as possible. But Dustin, you know, even though Dustin signed to AEW, Dustin has been making, has still gone to the Hall of Fame every year. Yeah, but I, I mean, I think the Hall of Fame, you can, I think what it is, is you get guest tickets. And I think he was a, a guest of Scott Hall when Hall went in, because I seen him in the crowd when Hall went in. Um, but that was long before AEW even existed. Yeah, yeah, but still, I mean, last year, who'd you have? You had Jericho in there. Uh, I mean, I, I don't know, man. Like, I think he keeps it under wraps until. I, I want him to, you know, if because, like, I mean, they kept the Hardy Boys a secret two years ago, three years ago, whenever that was, when the Hardys came back. And now you have the Hardys reunited in AEW. So you got to do something because you, you wrongfully terminated Jeff Hardy. And you still will not admit that you wrongfully terminated Jeff. Regardless of what anybody thinks about Jeff, and I have my own opinions about Jeff Hardy and and his issues, but I, I I'm gonna I'm calling it right now, right here on Money's Crazy Mind, live from the IX Center. If Seth Rollins is in the audience, or not Seth Rollins, God damn it, I keep saying Cody it. Rhodes. If Cody Rhodes and Brandy Rhodes are in the audience tonight at the Hall of Fame, it is a foregone conclusion that that is who. Seth Rollins is taking on at Mania. Hey, no, I just noticed that on that car. It says red line on that car. It does. Not the kind of red line that we are. That's all right, though. But it says red line. It does. It does. So the next match that I wanted to, to look at here is the the unification match for the World Heavyweight title and the Universal title. Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns. How do you book this, Lee? I book it. Final match, night two. Who wins? I would like it to be Brock, but I'm biased because I'm not the world's biggest Roman Reigns fan. And I'm How fun is this Brock, though? This Brock is fun. Oh, this Brock is awesome. You know, and I, and I definitely think they made a mistake. And, and again, this is probably an unpopular opinion. I think they made a mistake by taking Heyman away from him again. Actually, if you watch the Pat McAfee show, it was his idea. He, I know it was. 
because here's what happened is so he does his own and we'll get to this real quick because you got a few minutes left to go on the show he was talking about how he now is a farmer yeah and lives up in saskatchewan yeah and he bought a couple cows and his kids enjoyed it and his and he was messing around with the voice and the beard with his kids and his kids is like dad why don't you just do it yeah why don't you just do that and he's like oh you know like i'm this big mean tough guy and his and his one son was like you know you can look like a lumberjack and then he started cooking his steaks and using his rub and all that other stuff and then all of a sudden he becomes this brock yeah he goes to vince with an idea and paul Heyman and says i don't want paul no more I want to do this by myself. I want to show these fans what the Brock Lesnar is missing. But he says, when I get home, I still got my 10-foot fence. Nobody's allowed on my on my fucking property. He goes, my kids play with the same kids that I allow them to play with. You want to drop your kids off, you drop them off at the end of my driveway. I don't let nobody in my driveway. But he says, now he signs autographs for kids that he didn't do before. He said that he's happy that he made this decision and not to have Paul, which is, I think, it's admirable. It is. But He's funny. Oh, I, I totally 100% get that. Like I said, I haven't really watched WWE television, but I, I love Brock. I have always loved Brock. With the first time I saw Brock Lesnar back in 2002, 2003, whenever he debuted, I'm sitting there, I'm like, who's the fucking walking refrigerator? And having Heyman there as his mouthpiece, and everything, it worked. And, I, and me, I'm a homer. I'm an ECW guy. I always will be. ECW. 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 You know, and so for me, Paul Heyman is just the mastermind at promos. And it doesn't feel, to me, it doesn't feel like a Brock Lesnar match if you don't have Paul Heyman, the reigning, defending, undisputed Brock you know, it doesn't feel like a, a Heyman Pro, or a, a Brock match without that. You know, and now he's doing it for for the for the head of the table, and I understand all that. You know, and I get it. You got to hype up Reigns for what's about to come, and that is why I say they need to go dead last night two. They are the main event for WrestleMania. Who wins this match now? Unfortunately, Roman Reigns. Unfortunately, Roman. See, this is where I would shock everybody. And have Brock win. And have Brock win. Unified. You have the type, no brand split. Have uh, uh, Roman show up on Raw, win the title back. And, and, then not, and then now you have The Rock show up on Raw or SmackDown to show that he built blah 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 and Roman. that's where i was gonna go with it like and i would say no like, kind of like they did when the streak was broken no commentary no nothing you just put the wwe the 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 ticker at the bottom copyright 2022 wwe and then you cut the cut the feed the second reigns either loses or wins and then you kick off the Raw after WrestleMania because everybody knows that's the most explosive re- or Raw that there is all year. You kick it off with the Universal Champion standing in the unified Universal Champion standing in the ring and saying, I did this. Okay, here's my thing too. What is this? Brock versus Reigns. Roman. Uh-huh. This is their fourth time, correct? 
for the Something title. like that because they wrestled at WrestleMania twice too, yeah. Four times, okay. So now if you put Roman over him. That'd be the, like the third time you've done it. Yes. Who is next for Roman? Who's next? Unfortunately, it's got to be The Rock. Because he's beat everybody. He's beat Cena. He's beat Taker. He's beat uh, Styles. He's beat he he. He's beaten the Undertaker. He's beat everybody. He's, yeah, yeah. There's and how much left? How much bigger would it be with the U.S. or the XFL coming out in 2023 for Rock to headline a WrestleMania against his family, his cousin? I don't know, man. I'd like. I would love to see the Rock. And I think it's going to happen. I, I think that we're going to see Roman versus The Rock next year at WrestleMania, and I'm not even saying that that's a bad thing. I think it's going. I think it's great. I think it's going to be one of those, one of those shocking moments because, like you said, they are blood related. They definitely are, and I mean, my God, man, it, it just seems like it's going to be. The and I and I say don't end WrestleMania with The Rock coming out to confront Roman, win or lose, do not have The Rock come out WrestleMania. Save it for the Raw after Mania, uh, or even save it for the SmackDown after Mania. I think Lee, what's going to happen is, is if Roman wins this match, The Rock walks up on the stage and gives him the stare down. With the people's eyebrow. I wouldn't do it at Mania. I would not do it at Mania. I would I would save it for either Raw or SmackDown. Because now you have all the Rocks fans back. And you can and if you just think now, you can get Rock not only on SmackDown, but now that there's no brand, he can go on both. Mm-hmm. So how big would that be for the Rocks fans? For the WWE, now you got Cody. If that's if that's what it's going to be, now you got Cody. The Rock's back. Austin's back. But Austin can't. I mean, yeah. Supposedly he's medically cleared to wrestle again. But does anybody want to see a fifty-year-old fucking Stone Cold? I've seen a fifty-year-old world heavyweight champion in WCW with Hogan. He was fifty-one when he his last title reign there. Fifty-one. I yeah. He was also a world champion in, in Impact Wrestling and in WWE after yeah. he came back. But after he got done spending all of Ted Turner's money oh, well. sitting on the couch. I mean, it, it, but, okay, we've seen a 50-year-old Goldberg. That hasn't let's been very talk, inter- Exactly. Let's, let's not talk about Goldberg. We've seen a 50-year-old Undertaker put on the match of his life against uh, uh, AJ Styles. Sting! Sting is killing it in his 50s in AEW. Because they used him right. Oh, they're, hell yeah, they did. They're using him right. He doesn't take all the bumps. No. He takes some of the bumps. Right. Darby's taking all the bumps that Sting used I mean, to. And, and uh, that was the other match that I wanted to get to, actually, was, was Kevin Owens versus Stone Cold. Because I, I don't understand it. I get it to a point, but I don't understand it. Did you really need to bring Stone Cold out of retirement? For this, yeah, you're in Houston, you're in Texas, the Texas rattlesnake. Yes, you, nah. you, you have to. You Can have you to. dig it, sucker? You're in my hometown. You don't even give the King Booker a call. <laughs> yeah, they. Tell me, you did not just do that. No, the next thing Lee's going to be doing is a fucking spin a Rooney down here. Oh right fuck no. <laughs> so, but I mean, you, you're in Houston. Booker T's from Houston. You don't give the book a call. What if they did give Buck a call and he says, no, he don't want to fight Owens? His wife's going into the Hall of Fame this year. Yeah. 
Booker T will play a role in, in Mania somehow, some way. I see, I see him doing a spinner Rooney in the ring or something. Maybe at the Hall of Fame ceremony with his wife. Who who's hosting this year? Uh, I don't know. Doesn't mean they had Gronk two years ago. I don't know. And then he won the the twenty four seven championship. I don't know. I don't know who's hosting it. But Dave, let's close it out here. Uh, we got we can spend a few minutes because I waited to go on the air until the national anthem ended because we got to respect our country. And I mean, I would have been back five minutes earlier, but I got stopped by the fucking army recruiter guys that are over here, man. They, they were trying to recruit me. And I'm like, do you not see me limping? I can't walk. No, I, I'm not going to Ukraine. Sorry. Plus, you're too old to go into the army. How old are you? 37. Yeah. So you got to be 35 is the cutoff. Yep. No, I didn't tell them that. I, I just I just hammed up the limp even more. They didn't give you 20000 for signing up. They're giving out $20,000 signing bonuses. Well, yeah, they got to. But, Dave, how awesome is this show? I mean, we've got the church boys racing right here in front of us. we got a, a prison bus that looks like it's being used to fight zombies over there. we got the demolition guys from uh, Derby Dogs over here. I mean, th- this, is, this is awesome, man. We are in the center. We're in the mecca. Of, of everything going on here. We got Amanda Berry right around the corner from us. Yeah, I seen uh, her car over there. So She was go. here earlier. I don't know where she went, though. She's probably still there. She's probably sleeping in her car. I'm going to go mess with her. <laughs> I know her personally. She's I would a, love to get a picture with her. Right, yeah, she's, well, she's one of the great Cleveland heroes. And, you know, maybe we, if we can sneak her away, maybe we can get her on the air sometime tomorrow. I don't know. Maybe you, could, you should talk to her. I'll Find talk out. To her. I'll talk to her. But, I mean, how awesome is this, Dave? Man, it's great. Like I said, when Bill was here, it's great to be back at the IX Piston Power uh, Autorama. <sighs> Lee, it's starting to get busy here on Friday night, man. It's it going to be even busier tomorrow. Oh, I can't wait, man. The so Saturdays I, are always perfect days for con days. Yeah, I think I'm going to get here a little early and change a few things up over here at the uh at, at the, the booth. booth, yeah. I want to move some cords around and whatnot so people. I cleaned them up the best I could today, but you know. Yeah, because the second uh, Bill unplugged that camera, I'm like, oh shit. Yeah, so we're gonna have to we're gonna have to change that around. But any other matches at WrestleMania you wanted to talk about? I think those are the big three. Well, don't the Usos go against the New Day? Isn't that happening again? I think that's what it is. I think they're going against. It's not even the real New Day because Big E isn't there. Yeah. Well, I mean. And, and, you know, I really hope uh, best recovery to Big E, man. Yeah. I mean, he's he's going through it. Um, but, you know, Triple H has always been one of my heroes, and to hear that he was retiring, it, it kind of it, it shook me. It shook me. You know, when I first started having problems with my knees, it was right around the time that Triple H tore his quad the first time. And, uh, you know, uh, I always looked to, to, you know, if he could come back as quick as he did, I can come back as quick as Triple H did. And he's always been one of my favorites. You know, I, I think he got the short end of the stick after the whole uh, um, curtain call situation in Madison Square Garden when Hall and Nash booked it back to WCW. Um, you know, but Sean was the champ. They were leaving. There was nobody else left. And, but, you know, and he took it the way, because that, that King of the Ring, that year, the year that Stone Cold won it, and he did the Austin 316 promo, Triple H was originally supposed to win that King of the Ring. But because of the, the curtain call, they they gave it to Steve. Well, Triple H has benefited from that as well. Oh, he has. <laughs> His fucking wife, for one. <laughs> and, oh, yeah. uh, and, you know, I mean, he, he was in charge of NXT. I know he's stepping back from that and everything. And, you know, you got Shawn Michaels that's kind of taken over in that, too. Yeah. 
I think that's why another reason why they got Cody. I think Cody's going to uh, take NXT uh, to the next. So level. what brand do you put Cody on? If if Cody comes back, what brand do you put him on? Do you put him down? Remember, there would probably be no black brand split. But all right, but we're still going to have three shows. So does that mean NXT goes back down to being the farm, the the farm development, or or do they stay a third brand? That's a good question, Lee. I really haven't thought about that until you just brought that up. Man, I, I don't. I think I would make it the farm system again. I think it worked better as the farm system to bring them guys up, and it gives these other guys opportunities to come back to maybe NXT and work their way back up to the roster. Because obviously, you've you got some big name people down in NXT right now, though. Dolph, Mandy, uh, Rose. You got a bunch of, like you said, Lee, uh, 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 Glorious Robert Rude. You you do got a bunch of people down there, but AJ Styles has been jumping back and forth between NXT. And that's what you need. That way, yeah. there there's no brand split. Anybody can go anywhere and go for a title. That's what it's about. Mm -hmm. That's what it should have been about. If you got three different shows, it should be one champion. A U.S. champion, an Intercontinental champion. And tag champions. And two tag team champions. One tag team champion that can go. Actually, two. Because if you're going to have NXT, you have can. Have the NXT. Keep the NXT titles. Keep, keep the NXT. So you have your three titles, or your two titles, your world title, and your, your NXT. NXT title. Then you have your U.S. title. And the, the European title, the NXT Europe title. Okay. And then the United States cha or champion. Uh -huh. I would personally bring back. I would make the 24-7 championship the television championship. I would bring that I back. I mean, that's kind of what it's being used as. I would rename it and say we're going back to the TV champion and have that champion every week go on to each three of their shows and, and defend, defend it. it. Mm -hmm. that, like they used to do with the hardcore title. Correct. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I, you know, I do not disagree, and I, I agree one million percent with everything that you just said. However, if you're gonna bring Cody back, what what brand do you think is failing the most right now? Raw, SmackDown, or NXT? I think with this whole NXT 2.0 thing, I think he needs to go to NXT, rebrand NXT, make it the way it was before Triple H left bring it back to what it was because i stopped watching nxt when they rebranded it the nxt 2.0 because it sucks now it sucks it's awful yeah i i i honestly don't know man i i don't know where you put him i re i really don't i don't know where you put and him. and that's the biggest reason i didn't want him to come back to wwe yeah because if you if you had stayed in aew you could have rebranded yeah, you know, uh, he could have rebranded and everything like that and redone himself and, uh, you know, gone gone back to, to some kind of prominence and all that. And, uh, you know, we could have, he could have done whatever. Um, but now that he's coming back to WWE, where do you put him? That is the biggest issue that I have with this. And then I have a feeling that it, what, what's been happening, and it's happening in AEW too. I'm not going to sit there and pretend like it's not. But he's going to get buried in the fray, especially if the match that we all think is happening or, you know, the, the match that's going to close out the show happens. And that's uh, Reigns and Lesnar. Then we all know what's going to happen next. It's going to be Reigns versus The Rock next year at WrestleMania. 
And then once you have The Rock and, and Reigns there, what do you do with Cody? Cody just came back. Cody totally dissed your company, totally bashed your company, smashed Triple H's throne on AEW's inaugural pay-per-view uh, all in. We didn't know it was like AEW at the time, but that was definitely AEW's inaugural pay-per-view. So now what do you do with Cody? Where does he go? If you keep the brands, does he, does he go to Raw? Does he go to SmackDown? Does he go to NXT? But then you have to think, if he goes to NXT, is he also in charge of NXT like Dave and I were just talking about? Or do you just have him be a talent? in NXT. So there's so many what ifs with Cody coming back to WWE if he comes back to WWE. But we have to also think Wyndham Rotunda, Bray Wyatt, The Fiend, tweeted out this morning and, and put it up on his Instagram this morning that he just landed in Dallas. Now, he's supposed to be at WrestleCon, which is happening right down the street from WrestleMania. But you don't think that if Vince really, really wanted to, Vince couldn't call him up and be, hey, pal, and get, and get him to show up at Mania? It's not that far of a stretch. And I would love to see The Fiend versus Seth Rollins. I would love it. More than I would love to see Cody versus Seth. But it definitely does seem that it's going to be Seth versus Cody. And here's what I, here's the other thing I think. Do not announce that Cody is his opponent until Seth is standing in the ring at Mania. And Dave's kind of swaying me. I think you do put Rollins, Cody night one match one start wrestlemania off with a bang don't sue me ddp please but guys i think that is where we're gonna leave it Let, let's leave it at that we're having a great time here at the piston powered auto rama thank you everybody for checking out money's crazy mind this week i know i'm two hours or actually four hours early but, you know, we made the schedule for the Piston Power Show a long time before the time change for Money's Crazy Mind from 4 to 6 to 7 to, or to 8 to 9, or 8 to 10. Coming up next, at 7 p.m., we've got It's Real Funny Out There with Kevin Kwan. And I think Tim Buck, too, is uh, going to produce that one for you. If not, I'll be back here behind the board. But guys, we have had, we're having a blast here. Thank you everybody for checking out Money's Crazy Mind this week. Huge shout out to Bill Rabbits over at Pit Road Diecast. They're right up the road from us here at the uh, Piston Powered Autorama. And uh, you know, we're gonna have a blast here. We're gonna be here all weekend. The Steel City Renegades will be here tomorrow night. We'll be giving our mock drafts and it'll be mainly Steelers picks. We might throw in a couple extras. And maybe, just maybe, I'll see if, since Angel couldn't join us live here at the Piston Powered Autorama, I'll see if I can get him on the horn and see if he can join us that way. But, guys, it's been fun. I'm going to jump off the air now. Thank you so much, everybody, for checking out Money's Crazy Mind this week, four hours early. 
uh, you know, uh, Dave, uh, for Dave jumping on the show, talking WrestleMania with me, Bill jumping on, talking uh, Pit Road Diecast with me and, and collecting. It's really nice to have somebody that's in that field to kind of give you their perspective as a vendor in the collector's market. But, guys, no theme song going out or anything that, like that this week. We are, we are bare bones here at the Piston Powered Autorama. But thank you so much, everybody, for checking out Money's Crazy Mind this week. Up next at 7 p.m., it's real funny out there with Kevin Kwan. Timbuktu's rolling around here somewhere. I know Kevin Kwan are on their way here. So uh, stay tuned for that, guys. And then we will be back bright and early tomorrow morning. And talking about balls is going to be here. And they, speaking of wrestlers, they've got Dan, Dr. Dan. He's an indie wrestler. He's going to be on the show with them tomorrow. Stay tuned for that. And then we've got a bunch of action coming up for you here the rest of the weekend at the Autorama. And we will be back at 7 p.m. Until then, guys, until next week, when we're back in the Growing Wings Adult Services Asylum, I'm here at the IX Center Piston-Powered Autorama Asylum. Got to throw it in there. Got to throw it in there. But next week, we are going to be talking about sexual predators and how it feels for victims and families of victims. And there's a reason why we're going to talk about that, and it'll be what we kick Money's Crazy Mind off with next week. Until then, guys, it's been a blast. Can't wait to see everybody next week. Have a week.